James and John say to Jesus, they're just like, Jesus, let's let's cast down fire at these people. Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from the sky and destroy them just as Elijah did? And so Jesus gets angry. He's just like, what are, you, what are you asking for? He says, you don't know what kind of spirit you are. So he's saying to his disciples, by becoming that angry and wishing death on somebody, you are not acting in the Holy Spirit. Hey, faithful listener, grab your cup of coffee and experience the Bible in a way you never have before. P40 Ministries is a podcast that goes through the Bible cover to cover. It's an awesome narrative that focuses your mind and prepares your heart for God to speak. So join your host, Jen, for a biblical podcast that's hilarious, informative, imaginative, and fun. The P40 Ministries podcast. Listen now as we go through the book of Luke. Hello and good morning, faithful listeners. Welcome to allergy season. (laughs) I hope you guys uh, forgive me if I'm like, you know, just sick sounding. I'm not sick. I just have really bad allergies right now, which is rare for me. I actually don't get spring allergies very often. And if I do, it's not usually this bad. And uh, I, I get really terrible fall allergies, though. It just is just been a bad season for allergies, and I know a lot of people right now that are struggling through allergies, and if you're one of those lucky people that do not have allergies, just, you know, sit down right now and thank God for that. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, allergies are the worst. And if you are one of those people that don't have allergies, go ahead and contact me at www.p40ministries.com contact and tell me about it, and then I can live vicariously through you. So we're still in Luke chapter 9 today. We're going to be talking about verses 43 through 56. And you know what's interesting about Luke chapter 9 is this is like the disciples' humanity chapter. So the first thing we saw with the disciples being kind of ridiculous, or rather just not having faith, was um, when Jesus asked them, you guys feed the 5,000 people, and they couldn't do it, and they didn't really have the faith that Jesus would do it either. The second thing we see about Luke chapter 9 is when Jesus is like transformed before his disciples and uh, Peter says something kind of ridiculous because he was just spewing words because he had no clue what he was saying because he was just so awestruck by Jesus transforming in front of him. And now, you know, we see the next thing where the disciples couldn't cast out that demon. They didn't have enough faith to do it. And Jesus got angry at them. So let's see why Jesus gets frustrated at his disciples today in Luke 9 verses 43 through 56. And I'm going to be reading the second half of verse 43, not the first half, just to throw that out there. So I'll be reading out the W.E.B. version this morning. 
But while all were marveling at all the things which Jesus did, he said to his disciples, let these words sink into your ears, for the Son of Man will be delivered up into the hands of men. But they didn't understand this saying. It was concealed from them that they should not perceive it, and they were too afraid to ask him about this saying. An argument arose among them about which of them was the greatest. Jesus, perceiving the reasoning of their hearts, took a little child and set him by his side. And he said to them, Whoever receives this little child in my name receives me. Whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For whoever is least among you, this one will be great. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he doesn't follow us. Jesus said to him, Don't forbid him, for he who is not against us is for us. It came to pass when the days were near that he should be taken up, he intently set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. They went and entered into a village of the Samaritans so as to prepare for him. They didn't receive him because he was traveling with his face set towards Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from the sky and destroy them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them. You don't know what kind of spirit you are. For the Son of Man didn't come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. I gotta tell you, I had a really hard time not laughing when I read what the disciples asked Jesus about. Like, they were like, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from the sky? <laughs> I don't know why that was just so funny to me. Oh, but Jesus didn't think that was funny. He was, he was pretty mad at his uh, disciples for that one. Okay, so verses 43 through 56 kind of just talk about the disciples just being silly like this entire thing is just the disciples doing one stupid thing after the next and in fact most of luke chapter 9 is that jesus had just cast out a demon that the disciples could not cast out in verse 43 and so the crowds and the multitudes were marveling it says that they all were awestruck by god's power so they were all just like possibly giving them compliments praise who knows what was happening Jesus, when this starts happening and all the multitudes are like praising them, Jesus turns to his disciples and he says, let these words sink into your ears. So it's kind of interesting. He didn't say this to the multitudes, but he turned to his disciples and almost like whispered it to them. The son of man will be delivered up into the hands of men. So he's, he's almost like telling his disciples, like, don't look at all this praise I'm getting right now as something great, you know, that they're going to make me the king. That's not what's going to happen. I will be delivered into the hands of men. But the disciples didn't understand because it was concealed from them is actually what it says for a later time. It was concealed until after Jesus rose from the dead. So the disciples were not understanding any of this and weren't going to really until Jesus rose from the dead. Then when that happens, the angel basically tells the disciples, he already told you all this stuff. He told you he was going to die and rise again. And so the angel had to like almost explain it clearly to the disciples about what happened to Jesus because they just didn't get it. Even though Jesus had told them many times that uh, that's exactly what was going to happen to him, the disciples just did not get it. Or maybe they just didn't want to hear it. I don't know. But they just didn't get it. So then in verse 46, the disciples are traveling along and it says an argument rose among them about which one of them was the greatest. And we see this happens several times. 
because, you know, the disciples were from all different walks of life. They were, I mean, Matthew was a tax collector. One was a a zealot that hated Romans. You know, we see that there's a a lot of different characters in Jesus's uh, group of disciples. So arguments were probably breaking out pretty often because, uh, you know, they just couldn't agree on a lot of things. But so Jesus perceives that the disciples are quarreling about which one of them is the greatest. They're probably saying like, oh, I'm the greatest because, you know, I helped Jesus with this or I'm the greatest because I cast out more demons than you did or I'm the greatest because I healed that sick guy over there. So, yeah, they're probably just arguing and just saying like, I'm the greatest because I did this or Jesus likes me the best or whatever. And so Jesus perceives that they are arguing about this. So he takes a little child and he sets the child next to him. He says, if you want to be the greatest, you have to receive little children. And back in these days, children had no status whatsoever. They were practically considered little servants. So Jesus is making the point that if you want to become the greatest, you have to minister to the servants. You have to minister to the least of these and become like one of them ministering to them, caring for them, helping them. And Jesus also says elsewhere, not here, but elsewhere, that a person has to become like a little child, like a servant, in order to gain access into God's kingdom. So here's the famous verse where it says, for whichever of you is least, that one will be great. And that's verse 48, where Jesus says that. John answers Jesus. I feel like they just didn't get the point. Like John answers Jesus after he says this, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we forbid him because he doesn't follow us. And Jesus is like, don't forbid him for the person who is not against us is for us. So it just feels like it. this this whole speech that Jesus makes about the child just goes straight over the disciples' heads. Like They, they just don't get it. And John answers Jesus. We stop some guy from, you know, casting out demons in your name because he's not part of our group. And Jesus is like, what are you doing, man? Like, don't forbid him for those who are not against us are for us. And that's another famous verse that Jesus says. So people who are not against Jesus are actually for him. And so that's why it's important to go out and spread the gospel. Because there are plenty of people out there who are not actually against Jesus. And there's plenty of people who are. There's a lot of people who are against Jesus and against Christians and against Christ followers and anybody else. But there are plenty who also are not. So we have to do the Great Commission and spread the gospel as much as we can in order to um, to reach those people that are not actually against Jesus, but don't really know enough about him. But in this case... This man, who was not a part of Jesus's group, still believed in Jesus's power. He was not doing it out of his own power, casting out these demons, but he was casting them out in Jesus's name. And I mean, that's fantastic that this guy, whoever he was, had enough faith to know that Jesus was supreme over him. But now here in verses 51 through 56, Jesus decides to go to Jerusalem because he is about to die. He's getting close to that time where he is going to die. So he is determined to get to Jerusalem. So he sends out some messengers, Jesus does, to ha- like set up a hotel for him, basically, or a place for him to stay. 
So these messengers go into a region of Samaria and the Samaritans kick out the messengers and kick Jesus out because Jesus was set on going to Jerusalem and they didn't like Jerusalem. They couldn't stand each other. Jews and Samaritans hated each other, actually. And I believe the Jews would call the Samaritans like dogs and and pigs and whatever else. I don't remember everything, but they hated each other. So they kicked Jesus out. They're like, we're not letting some Jew in here. You can, you know, you go to Jerusalem yourself. (laughs) So this is the part where James and John say to Jesus, they're just like, Jesus, let's let's cast down fire at these people. Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from the sky and destroy them just as Elijah did? And so Jesus gets angry. He's just like, what are you, what are you asking for? He says, you don't know what kind of spirit you are. So he's saying to his disciples, by becoming that angry and wishing death on somebody, you are not acting in the Holy Spirit. You are acting contrary to the Holy Spirit. And so he says, for the Son of Man didn't come to destroy men's lives, but he came to save them. So he's like, I'm not going to send down fire on anybody because I came to save lives, not to destroy them. So I think the really the moral of the story is how can we not do the mistakes the disciples did? How can we be more like Jesus in certain cases and be more like the little children that Jesus tells us to be and minister more to other little children, just as Jesus tells us to do. And I think that's really the moral of what Luke chapter nine is talking about is we need to be less like ourselves and more like Jesus, more compassionate towards people. Because kind of all of this, Jesus is talking about compassion towards people. And since Jesus shows compassion towards everybody and loves people despite their failures and hangs out with 12 disciples who are constantly saying stupid things all the time, we should also strive to have that same level of compassion for each other. Well, we're about to finish up the Disciples Are Ridiculous chapter. And we will finish this up next Thursday because don't forget I'm taking Tuesday off. So I'm going to take Monday and Tuesday off just to button everything up for season four. So next Thursday, we will finish this out and it will be officially season four of this podcast. But guys, tune in tomorrow for the last episode of season three, 6 a.m. or whenever you wake up. But guys, happy listening and God bless.